it's, it's absolutely stunning. I think the first thing that really hit me was how little emigration, really since early Irish cinema has been explored. I know. Um, and especially from a female perspective. Oh, not at all, yeah. Not, not really at all that yeah, I yeah. can I can recall at all. Yeah. So how important then was it that she's female, essentially? I think that was the thing that felt fresh yeah. about the story, yeah. you know? I mean, I think that the story itself that's in Callum's novel is a profoundly important story for the country. And you know, immigration feels like a topic that we all kind of know about, and that's partly because everybody, nearly every household in the country has yeah. some kind of relationship to it directly. Um, but actually, we haven't seen it, the story told. We've seen sort of yeah. versions of it in, mm. on, on screen, very well done in different formats, like bits of Irish America yeah. or yeah. You know, in America. Yes. Yeah. The end of Angela's Ashes, they all go away to America, yeah. and, you know. Um, but the, the, to do it properly, full on, in, in, in a way which isn't melodramatic, as well, which is just a story about somebody trying to get on with their life, which is the reality of the vast majority of people who left this country. Well, absolutely. Well, I think that's kind of one of the most important things as well in the film is the slow emotional journey, really, yes. that she undertakes. Yeah. You know, you're, go you're experiencing it with her, yes. essentially. Yeah. Why do you think, I suppose now was the crucial timing? I mean, the novel obviously was written, set in the, in the 50s. Why, mm. 60 years later now, Will it resonate? Is it because we are coming out of a global recession? It's probably there's a bit of that. Know, yeah, there's a bit of that. But actually, the truth is, I don't actually think immigration's ever gone away. It's not really is the truth. No, you no. know, I mean, you know, we, we we sort of all got ahead of ourselves and thought, oh no, it's the reverse. It's immigration we have. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's it has been in lots of ways the defining fact of Irish mm. life for the last 150 years. So that's one reason why. You know, um, uh, I also think it's just. A, a, this, and this, this is partly the way we try to approach it and actually realizing it. It's, you know, we did all our homework very carefully mm. on the period elements. Yeah. We got all of that right, and the authenticity was everything for yeah. me. And I, there, was, there was not a foot to be put wrong and everything. But then I insisted that we throw it away, that, that it wasn't yeah. a, a period film which is about announcing its periodness, no, right? Yeah. Um, what was important to me was emotional immediacy in the film, mm. and that actually one would feel a degree of proximity to Eilish, literally yeah. in the case of the camera, right? And and us emotionally watching it, that you're, well, absolutely. you know, I mean, it's a film about a face. Close -ups really, a lot, most of the time really, isn't it's, she? Absolutely. It's yeah. the second shot of the film, door yeah. opens, you're yeah. on her face and you walk down the street with her. I mean, it's that, you know, yeah. and that was the way I wanted to open the film, we, you know, and then it was, that was almost too abrupt. So we did put in what was more conventional establisher mm. at the time, but yeah. that was never the intention, you know, yeah. so it was yeah. to be that. So. In a sense, I wanted that kind of immediacy to be the thing that was foregrounded rather than the period elements. But, of course, you know, as, as you know it is, it is, there's a sort of truism, which is the more specific you get a world in a particular time right, the greater the chance you have of that being universal. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we played a game of trying to let images in there, which would nudge us to emigration in the 80s or yeah. now, you, know, you would have just ruptured the fabric of the original piece. Yeah. So by trying to get it exactly right for itself, but being light with the period. Mm. Um, I hope that it would have a reach to people watching it now. And, you know, whatever generation you are, you'll find a different sort of echo in there. Mm. It might be, you know, a lot of people related to grandparents. Absolutely, people yeah. People yeah. have immigrated. Even yourself, myself included. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Now a lot of people think of brothers and sisters. Mm. Or, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, a really primal story mm. of a young person heading off to another country with little more than a suitcase. Well, that kind of leads me nicely on to actually what struck me as well is 
there's an embracement of I suppose different ethnicities really rather than you know concrete I suppose especially particularly for an American audience sometimes mm -hmm. directors tend to rely on stereotypes because mm -hmm. there's an immediate mm -hmm. identification mm -hmm. this is almost like a celebration of different ethnicities mm -hmm. without falling into that kind of stereotype mm -hmm. you know you care very much about the characters because it is universal mm -hmm. you know it's it's something that we can all resonate with but the Irish obviously in particular there is though a sense of I suppose when, when you think about you know Irish emigration there's a darkness that possibly is you know more profound in the novel there's a darkness there's a kind of an ambiguity there's an irony kind of seeping through his novel the kind of it's touched upon when she you know moves over to New York but it's inherently more a positive embracing really of emigration whereas when she comes back she could easily settle in Ireland just as much as she could go back to America Whereas I know from experience myself, when I came back here, I struggled to adjust, mm. you know, it, it was a wrong move. I know lots mm. of people in that same boat, but it's a very kind of positive portrayal of emigration that really, I suppose, home is where you make it. Mm -hmm. Home is where the heart is. I mean, was that conscious not to have this, you know, negative connotations with emigration, that, that the, the shame, I suppose, that it kind of conjured up when people do leave. There's a sense of shame that I suppose you failed your family, but you're also leaving behind people, you know, who don't have that opportunity to go as well. There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, there. So let me say, sorry, so can pick my way yeah. through because it's, you're absolutely right. There's yeah. some very interesting stuff in there, right? Which is that I think that what I loved about the book and what we tried to hold on to the film is complexity, right? Mm -hmm. Which is to not take a single stance or a viewpoint on it. And yes, maybe there is a positive yeah. reflection on immigration, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'll give you two shots as an example. There's one where she walks through that doorway at the immigration hall and it bleaches out into white and music yeah. swells. And you get a feeling that in her, a profound moment has just happened. Mm -hmm. And it's like she's in the new land. 10 minutes later, another door opens and in walks some old guys into the hall, Christmas Day, right? And her face, as she watches that, she just goes quite naively, why don't they just go home, mm -hmm. right? That's the other side yeah. of it. Now, the whole film is from her point of view, okay? So it, there is no way in which I wanted to come in there and waving a flag and going, you see, everybody, but you know, she might have, there's a darkness, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. not the point. You, yeah. you show it in specific slivers, which actually where her eyes get opened to the fact that it's not just about her, that there's actually this whole other mm narrative to do with people for who life was much harder for and at the end point of their life having worked their whole lives in America yeah. there's nothing for them yeah. they're, they're, yeah. they're not living anything and they can't go home yeah, right absolutely. so in there is imbued the shame and the mm. sadness and they carry all that sadness that she does they're listening to that song she's got tears in her eyes they've got tears in their mm. eyes there's nothing separating them okay other than fortune and you know just she's lucky enough to have father and father is helping them as well so i'm not sure that i mean what we haven't done is 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 point the darkness out right mm. it is in it's there the, yeah but it's yeah. it's subtle yeah. um in the end of the film there, there, there is a last beat which as you know the novel finishes with her on the train she closes her eyes and thinks no more about it the the, the tail end of of making a film of it which is to say dramatizing a piece of prose um, Nick and I felt you know that, that there, it, something needed to be dialed up towards the end of the film because it wouldn't play dramatically mm. and it's not about can we make it happier it needed to be more conclusive okay yeah. so the scene with Nettles Kelly in the book is one of which is about shame and it mm. scares Eilish she, she, she runs away and she sort of has to go back to America yeah. because her secret is about to be exposed she doesn't confront her back but the film becomes much more about a portrait of a young woman forming herself and 
from the start, she has no power over her own life at all. She, she's sent to America mm. by Father Flood and um, her sister. But whereas we felt, but the end point of that journey, she does need to be actually a little bit more in control of it, or else there's a danger in which she could be punished for something. And we didn't want that. I wanted it, and also it felt more contemporary for somebody to actually go, okay, this is my secret. What's your problem? The small town meanness, right, that Nettles Kelly represents, the petty, grubby, you know, Yates's phrase, fumbling yeah. in the till, that kind of, and the moral um, uh, sort of. Um, self-appointed moral guardian nature of her which is I know what your secret is the power she has needs to be destroyed in order for a film for her you know she, she be, has to become the antagonist instead of the, and, and Eilish is the protagonist so that was a dramatic, dramaturgical problem to be solved and we dialed it up in that scene and then she needed to be sent back to America I felt and mm. Nick did I mean it was you know he, he was the, his was the first instinct about that because if you left her on the train with that ambivalence having followed her all the way through that journey you would leave an audience in place like what mm-hmm. you know, we did actually need to go no fuck it this is it and you just choose where your life is and but it's not a happy ending because you cannot look at that scene with her mother mm. where it is heartbreaking and mm. her mother says to her I'm going to say goodbye to you now I'm going to say goodbye to you once and maybe you'll write to me about your husband and it's good but it's like something is severed there right and then you watch the effect on on Jim, Donald Gleeson, just yeah. reading and a beautiful piece of acting, but mm-hmm. it looks like he's collapsing inside, mm-hmm. right? That you choose something in life, and if it's a proper adult choice, it's mm-hmm. not about, like, a sort of, um, uh, sort of uh, an, an advertising caption, just choose what you want and everything's like, no, choosing something in life properly means mm-hmm. choosing not to have all those other things, mm-hmm. right? And she is, at that point, severing whole parts of herself. Okay, and choosing to make good with the life. Now, there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot that's cost her. She's talking to the young girl, she's going, you're going to feel so homesick, you will want to die, but it won't kill you. Yeah. I, you know, that for me is, there's a lot of allusion to the fact that it's tough as fuck, but you'll be fine, yeah. is the point. Yeah. So, and how important was it? The difference between happy ending and this sort of yeah. hope, right? Which is a different thing, which is toughness, get on with it. And Saoirse Ronan herself has kind of spoken about how really the film probably came at a right time when she herself, I think, was moving over to the UK yes. permanently. So, you know, she was obviously able to tap into to that. I Big mean, time. Yeah. You know, did you, had you her in mind um, whenever you and Nick were probably sitting down to discuss the screenplay um, on this? Or? I, I came to the project, um, I'd read the book a few years ago for pleasure. And then there was another director, another actor, mm. circling it for a long time. So it came to me after they decided they weren't going to do it. In fact, there were a few directors. And at one point, Mike Nichols was going to do it. Um, when it came my way, and it was sort of finally a blank slate, casting-wise, that I could, um, which was immediately after I, I was attached to it, Saoirse was the immediate choice. No question. Mm-hmm. Now, she was the exact right age for it. And also, authenticity was everything to me. I mean, it felt like I cannot do this film with an American actor in the middle, or, you know, which is where it would have been. It has to be authentic. And, um, you know, she'd proven herself so amazingly as a child actress, obviously, from everything from atonement and, and a young adult actor, you know, growing up yeah. in lots of ways, but had yet to give a sort of powerhouse emotional performance in anything. You know, even in the lovely bones, it was still quite. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's not she hasn't done what she's been doing in this. Um, 
so I went to meet her and we talked about it and just had the instinct that yeah she would have this sort of she understood it she really did understand she loved the book loved the script and then what happened was between the point of us meeting and the point of us shooting which is about a year um, we had lunch about two weeks before we were due to start shooting and it was in London and she was in she was very very homesick she had moved to London had got a flat and had got a boyfriend and a bit of life had happened to her and you know she's incredibly centred Saoirse as a young, yeah, young did yeah. you meet her? You no know, not yet no no it's, it's, yeah. she's an astonishing yeah. force of nature and she's been going to London since she was little and she's you know well enough disposed in her life financially to be able to fly home mm. she's got a mobile phone she can talk mm. to her mother for two hours every day she can, you know there's none of the things that age but she was floored by homesickness and couldn't figure out and here's the interesting thing is that it's not really just about economic deprivation what column gets right in this, it's like it's a more almost existential yeah, emotional thing that happens when you leave home yeah. you go to a new country and no matter what conditions you are, are in there it's not home no. for you where you are and when you go back home, you're not from there either Well, anymore. it's not necessarily either. There's no. sort of that kind of whole grey area between the nostalgia yeah, when between. you're away yeah. and then the alienation that when you're home. I mean, I myself have felt that no matter where I'm Everybody uh, yeah, understands that state absolutely. instinctively. Yeah. But yeah. Colin put words in it. Mm. Now, you're, you're playing with a character who doesn't understand it and mm. Saoirse was a person who didn't understand. She was kind of, because she said to me, that, you know, and I moved to London when I was 27, so yeah. by this stage, I've been there for sort of 15 years yeah, or whatever. Yeah. She said, does it get easier? Does it get easier? Yeah. I said, absolutely it does, you know. Yeah. It never goes away, because mm. it's not home. No. But it's yeah. where you make your home, and in lots yeah. of ways, that's about people, rather yeah. than, you know, the stuff of home, where mm. the things that you grew up around can have a very strong pull, and that was one of the things we tried to get, obviously, into the film, when she goes back home, the beach, the familiarity of... Mm of her room of like just being back home having a pull on her you know um, the ease of it um, so yes she was in a place when we started shooting which was not quite sure where she was at in life and in the world where you know that thing of I don't know if I have a home anymore yeah. it was just naturally bubbling in her and that's quite a subtle emotion and if, if you had an actor who didn't quite understand that they'd have had to be manufacturing it from yeah. other things she didn't she was able to hit the target the bullseye of that exact place and the pain that that you know again to go back to your point like you know that it's a positive portrayal of immigration I would say the first 20 minutes that she goes through mm. right from the boat the awfulness of the, the boat journey um, through to the sort of fear of those other girls around the table at first and so they're nice to her later on the loneliness when the letters come the awfulness of dealing with that job and you know not being able to articulate what's wrong with her I don't know that that's a positive view I mean that's somebody that's what it is is it's like a keyhole description it's it's it's, it's getting something in the minutiae of yeah. how daily life is really I think it probably goes back to what I was saying about the slow emotional development. Yeah. Yes, you do. You have it, you know, nuanced in the background. It, it, it's almost like a if you stick it out, you will eventually, do you know what I mean, find a sense of home in this place. Yes, you will. So it will, it does sort of have that, I suppose, yeah. you know, element of positivity. How much pressure is there under you, if at all, when you're adapting a very well loaded book? Mm. Have you got column? And the book in mind or can you just take complete ownership of it and is there a sort of responsibility to him or does he pass the reins over to you if you like it, both yeah. i mean he did he was very hands-off with nick when the adaptation very hands-off with me we met we had lunch and we had a great conversation about um the dead the john houston film mm. which he loves and he was subtly making a point about how beautifully cast that film was 
right? Yeah. And that that every last small part in that film had been sort of lovingly cast. Mm. Now, it was completely my intention to do the same. You know, I, there was no question I'm that sure I was going to make yeah. an argument against what. Yeah. But that was so. That was one thing. Is that is sort of you wanted to know that the agenda was about getting this thing really right. He didn't really know Saoirse's work, you know, mm. but he was excited that you know she was she was the potential for who was there. Um, and I think we had just attached Donald Gleeson to it by that point. And, um, you know, I think he thought, you know, he was amazed when he saw Donald. Because Donald, it's, he looked so different. He, than, he did, than, yeah. Than he's done. So, so I think there was a bit yeah. of a journey there that he, he was kind of, you know, didn't quite know what that would be like, but never would allude to any nervousness about it, if there was. Yeah. But he's just too much of a gentleman, yeah, really, yeah. and too trusting, in a way. Um, so, no, he was completely hands-off. He had two tiny notes for Nick Hornby. One which is, you know, it's mammy instead of mummy. Mm, right, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and it's rashers instead of rashers of bacon. Mm. Literally, he said, yeah. other than that, beautiful screenplay, good luck. Wonderful. He came and visited us on set because we invited him, as it were, mm. to come and join us. And he had a walk on part in one scene. And, um, and then had nothing to do with it again until we showed him the finished cut of the film before it had the score on it and everything. And he didn't have a single note. I mean, he was just... A, delighted you can't get a better it. compliment than that so, really, no no he was great it was the <laughs> yeah. e- most easeful but to go back to the other the second part of your question how much pressure is there on, on, on the book as it were on your sense of what you're doing huge I mean because you, you know people would say what are you doing in Brooklyn go, oh my god I love that book mm. that's quite a hard one to adapt and you mm. go mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know because a lot of people read the book as well and think god it's quite internal it's, quite, it's not an easy very little happens in it on, on one level of course it, I think it's massively dramatic it's just drama with a small d it's yeah. you know as you say the slow burn it's yeah. that rather than and what Nick held on to in the screenplay which you know would have been disastrous if he hadn't was the refusal to over dramatise the refusal to inject events in the first half an hour of the film because it needs a bit of pumping up and you know there were there were times when people might have wanted that yeah. to, Answers, yeah, you know what I mean? There's always yeah. those conversations where you have to very gently go, not quite the film we're making. Um, so there was that responsibility. If I'm honest, the even bigger responsibility past it, like lurking like this huge sort of silent mass behind us when we're making the film, was the wish to get it right for every single person who had emigrated, mm. you know, all through those generations. It was sort of, it, that's why it, it had to be emotionally front foot, it had to be, you know, and never sentimental, mm. emotional. and. Mm like shamelessly emotional just it has to be you feel what she feels yeah. and if you can get an audience to do that then we have something maybe that's, that's a bit special indeed. so yeah, you know that that was the yeah. that was the responsibility that both mm-hmm. me and actually Sarah she used to talk about it a lot on set and, and you felt it really in particular on that day that Christmas day scene when we shot it with all those old guys mm. um, I don't know it's like a ghost scene that scene you know and it was very haunting because you just it's just just a couple of hundred representing thousands that's of thousands it absolutely of yeah you know yeah we've so all met them that's, and we've that's absolutely. the responsibility yeah. i felt perfect oh. well finally um what's next <laughs> i'm afraid i don't know yet you don't honestly know yet. i don't know i've got lots of stuff rumbling around in the whirlwind of uh, yeah i'm, I'm what's going on, with on the, the brooklyn train for for another little bit until this rock rose to the end of the hill yeah. as it were and um uh I'm going to take a break. I mean, it's been a, a very busy year because I did, you know, once we, we did Sundance with, with this, mm. I went off and did two episodes of True Detective and then went and did a play in Australia. Um, so I've been away from home a lot. 
And, and is home London there? Home is London, yeah, 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 no, indeed. And yeah. family is there, and the four-year-old boy yeah. started school, so I want to be at home, certainly for the rest of the year. Great, well, the very best, I love Thank this you very much. I think everybody will absolutely love it, as you said, anybody who can in any way resonate, it, it's their story up there on the screen, so. Um, Thank you. Very best look. Um, do you take any notice of uh, the hype that goes out there when people start loading about Oscar? It's hard not to because everybody is, asks me it? about it. Yeah, I try <laughs> so not to. I don't, no, no, that's fine. It, that's fine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't email or Google any of that stuff myself because no. I just think that way is, is the sort of is, um, death lies down that road. But, um, yeah, look, it's amazing. It's the first thing I've ever been involved in that's been discussed in that way. So it's sort of on that level, it's great that people are talking about it. Um, you know, for all the obvious reasons, you think, oh, God, is it, are we just, is it just, talking up an imminent disappointment mm. as it were yeah. and maybe it is but it doesn't matter it's like I, I think um, Saoirse deserves every award mm. going if I'm yeah. honest I think that performance is a, an astonishing performance is, so yeah, go yeah. for it is what I say yeah. but it, I would hate and it, I don't think this is going to happen I would hate that that chatter would overshadow what, why we made the film which is actually it's a really fucking important story and it's about something yeah. and that's what I want people to take away from it and you know so far people I are it's fine I think so, so I think you know anyway yeah. well the very best look and thank you thank for you. Open to film nice to thank talk you to you thank you very much All right. <laughs>